Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get to David Riccio. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. Morning, David. Uh, straight off the bat, we've got D-Day for Luttrell. Is he going to line up this weekend for the Rabbitohs? Yeah, good morning, Missile and Bossy. Look, yeah, it is certainly D-Day for Luttrell. We know it's an it's a, uh, MCL-PCL uh, knee complaint uh, for Luttrell, picked up in that game against uh, Cronulla uh, in round one. They are training this morning, South Sydney. Uh, it is their captain's run, a really quick turnaround for the Bunnies uh, following that game against the Sharks. Uh, short prep, only two two training sessions, uh, one of which was yesterday that Latrell sat out. Uh, now, my understanding is that Latrell will train this morning. Now, providing he gets through today's session, he'll play. Talking to South Sydney coach Jason Demetrio last night, he gave every indication of positivity. Um, certainly wasn't apprehensive about Latrell uh, having a, a gallop this morning. It, it felt like all roads lead to Latrell uh, being A-OK to play. Now, if he doesn't, if there is a, 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 an ur of on the side of caution, Blake Taff. Blake Taff would come in into that South Sydney side and play at fullback. I just think uh, South Sydney are, are, are really showing some maturity at this point in time as a, as, as a squad, guys. The way they got the job done against Cronulla, down uh, a stack of key forwards, it, it, it's... You know, we know that competitions are won on depth. And when South Sydney started last week, they were out with, with our Jacob Host, Harme Sele, Saliva Harvili. They then lost to Vita Tatala after 35 seconds. Joe Arrow goes down with a hamstring. And we're still able to get it done against the Cronulla side and a Cronulla pack that is being well rated as far as being a finals contender this year. I just think uh, I think South Sydney is already already are starting to show just how deep their squad is and, and and how much potential it has. Yeah, they've certainly got a lot of depth. Uh, Amon Junior Amon, he's been cleared to play. So this yeah. is a confusing one for me, Dave. So it's been it's gone from the state court to the local court. Can you give us a bit of insight into this? Yeah, Miss Oh, look, just ignore the ignore the the, the court. Uh, situ- movement situation from, from, from to a local court. That's not the that's not the basis of Junior Ramon returning. The basis of Junior Ramon returning and being cleared by the NRL is that under the no fault stand down policy, uh, he has had his charges downgraded to the point where it now lo- no longer sits under what is the the parameters of a no fault stand down policy, where he is facing an 11 year jail term. That's the that's the umbrella that the game has put over the, the no-fault stand-down. If, if you're facing charges that, that have an, an 11-year jail term or more, you are stood down. He has since had those charges um, downgraded and he, has, he falls back under that category where he's not facing that length of, of prison term, which is why it has triggered his automatic return. I think this is obviously... Um, this is big for St. George of the Water. He, was, he has been named in that 21-man squad 
uh, to play for Saints on Sunday against the Gold Coast Titans. My early mail yesterday was that Saints weren't actually going to rush him back. But I think the fact that he was named, and he has been training, um, uh, suggests that he could be a late inclusion. But I, I must say the early mail was that Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt uh, would be in the halves for the Dragons. Guys, you can't underestimate uh, how much hope and in the potential of a moan the Dragons have as far as him being... We know that there's been the talk about the big the big three coming through there, and that's been Tyrell Sloan, Jaden Sullivan, and Junior Ramon. And it is Junior Ramon on top as far as the one that they believe will go all the way. So they know how good he is, um, which is why I'm not ruling him out completely just yet on playing on Sunday. All right, there's the mail from the Telegraph's David Riccio. Now, one other club that is um, that is losing players. We know that Thomas Flegler out the door of the Broncos next season. Uh, likewise, Herbie Farnworth. Now, what about Pat Carrigan? Last year's Wally Lewis medal winner, uh, now an Australian representative at the World Cup. Is he a chance to leave the yep. club as well? Well, certainly, because there's six clubs chasing his signature. Well, see, and this is, this is uh, nervous times for the Broncos, because if you start to lose, as you said, Vossi, Thomas Fletcher, Herbie Farmworth, Pat Carrigan. Pat Carrigan, I believe, is one of the, one of the best forwards in the game. And, and if the Broncos were to lose Carrigan, it's like the likes of the Melbourne Storm, the Canberra Raiders, are at least two clubs chasing his signature. It would be significant, majorly significant. I mean, that's, that's a, that would be a hammer blow if Carrigan yeah. was to, to leave the Broncos. I just think he's such a special player and, and can't wait to watch how these two forward packs come up against each other on the weekend uh, regarding the, the North Queensland Cowboys. So, uh, yeah, uh, interesting times for the Broncos, Vossi, uh, as far as Pat Carrigan is concerned. Guys, I'll just, before, you, before I get out of here, I just wanted to echo your sentiments in rela- relation to Luke Keary's comments. Uh, yep. If the NRL aren't sending Luke Keery a message today about the maturity and the level-headedness of such a delicate topic from a player that knows all too well about the significance of concussion, well, then I'm not here. Uh, that, they, they were stand-up comments by Keery, um, as I said, by a player that knows that, that when they're out on the field, they're gladiators and they won't come from the field. They need to be pulled from the field. Mm. And to the point that Keery said, sometimes... You're knocked out, so you don't even know what decision you need to make, whether I'm staying or going. So I just thought they were telling comments at a time where there's a stack of debate going on in and around the independent doctor. Yeah, well said. David Riccio from The Telegraph. We can follow The Telegraph website throughout the day for all the breaking news. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Go well. Listen, another one on that, James, just picking up the ball and running um, with that. Uh, it was said, I, I called a game Roosters and Newcastle, I remember a couple of years ago, and they had two players go down with serious knee injuries. Uh, I'll bring Lieutenant Dan in here, the Roosters, remember that, that same night, Morris and Collins, I think it yep. was, on the night. Yep. And they said after the game, Trent Robinson even said this, now this is right or wrong, but he almost said that we, we have a policy here that no, you don't get stretched off. Mm. So players don't like to be stretched off. Well, they don't, it's across the board. That's part of the, the gladiatorial... Um, element that we bring to our game that when you suffer and no no you get back to your feet and you 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 at least yeah you, know, you make it off the field of your own volition as best you can you're not you don't want to be stretched off 
Um, is that a healthy thing? I mean, again, I'm not saying right or wrong um, judgment, but these two players that night had done their knees. And I remember Morris, he had to come all the way round the far side of the ground with knee, <laughs> knee gone. No, I, I suppose you can't do any more damage, but that attitude, is that is that right or wrong? Is it time to grow up from that? Mm. It is very gladiatorial, isn't it? It's like go out on your shield type rhetoric, but... Yes, yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I, I, did, I wasn't aware of that, actually. So, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to hear. But Trent even said that. Trent even said that that night. That, you know, that's part of it. That, you know, and I'm sure that is almost unwritten law in rugby league. Uh, this one, um, good morning, VM. Uh, with 24 hours under your belt, Vossi, was Pavlova still a wise decision yesterday morning? Um, I'll bring in James Magnuson. Uh, there's also, further to the text, missile the Bulldogs should Burton bomb on tackle one every set right between Nick Meany and Wishart. Then at least Canterbury will be close to the try line when they inev- inevitably make an error. That's from the Tassie Toad. Yeah. Giving you some tactics. Burton sort. didn't do one. Did not do one. No. What's doing? Not one. But the question, uh, there about Pavlova, Pavlova, I ate Pavlova yeah. before yesterday's show. I, some say it's eggs, it's dairy, it's a bit of fruit on top. Is there a problem? Yeah. Massive five issues. Massive issues, was he? <laughs> no good. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. 22 after 7. This is Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile broadcasting from the studios of SEN, 1170 AM in Sydney. This podcast, don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.